convinced every time I hear that song that everything does get better, will get better. Actually, it's already better. Have you thought about that today? Well, if you have not, let me give you something to think about. In order for it to get better, I used to think, hmm, I had to put all this effort and work so hard and I had to do so much. But you know what? I got a little older and a little more mature in my Christianity. And guess what Jesus taught me? The Lord said, um, ask and you receive. It seems so simple, but it's true. If you just ask and you'll receive. Well, this show today is a little different on carrying the burden because I'm asking caregivers. It's almost like a caregiver challenge to do something. See, we often, caregivers, you know it's true, we often have to ask for help. Oftentimes, we have to ask other people to help with this ask someone else to do that. But what about those of us like me who don't have anyone else to ask? Well, I have to ask the Lord. And he told me, if you just ask, you'll get what you want. Uh, So I get to get the new sports card. No, no, not that type of asking Lorraine. You know what I mean in Matthew 7. I said, yes, Lord, I do. Okay, okay. So what I had to learn from that passage, the entire chapter 7 of the book of Matthew is that basically it's really simple. A lot of times the things that we need, we have no seed. Yes, let me take my time on that. We don't have that seed. Like, you know, like farmers put seeds in the ground. Yeah. See, oftentimes Christians associate seeds with money. I'm not talking about the cash today only. Although it is The answer to everything, according to my Holy Bible. But anyway, uh, we're going to talk about that, too. Because seeding and needing go together. How? What you need, if you plant a seed, that's the way you get what you need. It's real simple. It's almost like some type of backwards math. But, yeah, do it up front, and then you get it later. Well, that's basic farming, right? Pretty much. So that's what we're doing today. Caregivers, here is instant stress relief. Ready? Give. Okay. Give what? Give anything. Like what? Your time, your money, your energy, your efforts. Yes. Sometimes we put so much of that into the person that we're caring about. We end up not caring as much as we should for other things like other people. Do you not know that when you give to other people, it comes right back to you? And that's what we're talking about today. I'm so excited because today (laughs) I have the pleasure of presenting to everyone one of the most phenomenal people here in San Diego. Now, why is this guy a phenomenon? Well, first of all, he does a great work along with the president, Donnie D, of the San Diego Rescue Mission. Yeah, that team down there, they're doing a great work. Uh, San Diego, we just survived a hurricane I've been here all my life, born and raised. I don't recall ever having to go through a hurricane. Not in San Diego. San Diego, hurricane, it's like it doesn't even go together, right? So one of the things that I've learned is you never know what's coming your way. None of us really could plan. Uh, The grocery stores definitely did not plan for that hurricane as they were wiped out because people went into a panic. But I was always taught, No panic frantic here if you just plan ahead. Oh, like farmers do, right? Seeds 
always have some seeds. My grandma used to always have seeds in the garage, and she was always ready to plant. And I just was like, why is she always doing that? Because my grandma was always ready. Tomatoes, green beans, all kinds of vegetables and things. Trees were already planted in the ground, so we had fruit year-round. But if you don't plant seeds, um, oftentimes when you have needs, well, there's nothing for you to reap. So today we're talking to the vice president of programs, and his name is Paul Armstrong. We're going to have him here today on Carrying the Burden. We're welcoming Paul Armstrong, vice president of programs from the San Diego Rescue Mission. Paul, we're so glad to have you here on Carrying the Burden, and we want you to just share with our listeners today some of the ways and the benefits of just donating anything from time to money. Just teach us how we should maybe give our seeds to the need. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I just uh, really appreciate it. Thank you very much also for your kind words about uh, our organization. I'm super proud of our team and the great work that they do. Uh, And so just a little bit about us. our, Our mission is to lovingly address the needs of men, women, and children experiencing homelessness by sharing the good news of salvation and providing a holistic approach to rehabilitation and recovery. There's a lot in that that I could I can unpack. Like we do believe that there's a difference between addressing the needs and meeting the needs. And addressing the needs is really a going after what's going on in the heart. We believe that homelessness is a complex issue and it requires a complex response. That's why we take a holistic approach. And ultimately, we also know that God's the one who transforms lives. So if we can compassionately, lovingly address what's going on in their heart, we really believe we can come alongside people and then watch God do incredible work in and through their lives. And I have had the pleasure of participating in that seating because that's what we're talking about today on Carrying the Burden. So many caregivers get what's called caregiver burnout. I've experienced it many days, many times, Paul. And what I found by way of my friend Abigail, who you just happen to know, she Mm -hmm. taught me that, you know, sometimes when you give to others, it actually transforms you, kind of refreshes you and restores you. So one of the things that I found is that I did feel definitely restored, but I also got a chance to review my situation and it put me in a place of gratitude. So that's what I found is so special about donating not just my money, but my time also. So, Paul, what do you think is so special about donating to the San Diego Rescue Mission in particular? Well, you just mentioned uh, one of our other team members, uh, Abigail, and I'm just going to tell you our team has a heart and we make an impact. Um, One of my phrases I like to tell is that I expect our team to have the the mind of Christ. We believe we can tap into God's wisdom, uh, but I also believe we can be fierce professionals, really uh, understanding uh, our role and our job. And we also get to have the heart of Christ. And so the advantage, uh, one of the cool things for us is just we built a team that really gets it at a lot of ways. And so they're really out there making an impact. And we do. We have a great volunteer program and love to invite the community to come alongside our team and just, one, be able to see the work we do, but also then participate and help out. 
One of the key things for us is we're, we're pretty firm in that we don't take government funding. And what that actually allows us to do is recently we had 13 of the 18 local mayors sit down and have lunch with us. And the fact that we don't take government money meant that we were able to actually have a conversation about what we need to be doing, not just what we need to be funding. And so it was a great meeting, great conversation. And that's what happens when you participate, whether it's with your time or money with the San Diego Rescue Mission, you're enabling us and you're empowering us to really be a clear voice in the community about, hey, how can we actually tackle this issue of, of homelessness? And, and I do believe we can actually change the state of homelessness if we work intentionally and we work together. I believe that too, but you definitely need workers and you need people to help. And any, anyone that runs any type of nonprofit will definitely share about those challenges when it comes to just what the Bible says, cash, Money answers all things. So one of the things I've found with most nonprofits, unlike yours, they do supply most of what they have by way of government funding. I do want to readdress that because our listeners are familiar with the San Diego Rescue Mission, Paul. We already have a great relationship uh, right here on K-Praise with you. We already hear from you during the holidays and the needs. But what I found is for caregivers like myself, One of the ways we can care is to do just that. Our name, caregiver, we've got to give more care outside of our immediate circle. So one of the things I found personally is that when I donate my time, my money outside of my home, I found that I actually am refreshed. So what do you think are some of the benefits that maybe caregivers that are listening and just people that care? Because here on Carrying the Burden, It's not just about the caregivers only, but it's about those people that actually care. And if you're a Christian, (laughs) you're supposed to care. They'll know that we're Christians by the love that we show. So could you just maybe encourage some of our listeners today? What are some of the benefits of just donating and volunteering? I know you talked about the things that you address holistically and how you actually help the people. But now if you could tell our caregivers, maybe from your side of it, some of the benefits that you've seen for people when they donate their cash and their time. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, what a great question. And, and I do think, you know, one of the, the natures of a caregiver is that they are really oftentimes actively trying to manage or giving out of, out of uh, their, what they need to be doing in their home or in whatever situation. But when we take a step back, and we focus on a a different population, such as people experiencing homelessness, what it does find is it does kind of get our, our, it refocuses us. It allows us to give in a different way and in a, in a way that can be fulfilling and empowering. Um, I loved how you shared about gratitude. I think that that's really true. Gratitude, uh, we start to be able to, to appreciate all that we have and, and all the opportunities we've been given. And then we're able to see impact. And I think, you know, a lot of times just being able to see an impact out of, in a different area of our, of our life um, can be super refreshing and rewarding and encouraging. And then as we go back to the day-to-day things that we do, the day-to-day ways that we're caring or giving in, in our own personal life, we have this moment that we stepped out of our day-to-day and we stepped into another environment. We did something that was impactful and we can just 
smile and, and have that sense of peace that, hey, all right, we're working as a body. I, I could also go a whole lot about the, the body of Christ. Hey, I got I to gotta be a hand that got to scratch, uh, scratch the itch of, of my leg there that really helped move the body of Christ forward and make an impact on our community. I like that analogy. You know, I tell people all the time, you don't know how much care you need until you need it. So a lot of times, most of us just go around getting up. We fix our breakfast, make our coffee. We get in our cars. We start them up. There's gas in the car. Wait a minute. Is there gas in the car? Yeah, because we're starting to have memory issues. What, what, what does that have to do with giving? Well, sometimes people forget that you reap what you sow. It's real simple. So if you want someone to be there for you in your not just golden years, but any years, it could be today, by the end of day, I always tell people, you don't know what's coming next. So in order to be prepared, don't be scared. Oh, wait a minute. Did you catch that? In order to be prepared, don't be scared. Scared of what? The unknown. Because on carrying the burden, we believe that the Lord has control when we relinquish it to him. And I always tell people on this show, God doesn't override your will. He's willing if you're willing. So are you willing, listeners? We've had Paul Armstrong today, the vice president of programs for the San Diego Rescue Mission, here today on Carrying the Burden. And, Paul, if our listeners have decided, you know what, I do want to donate some time. I know this week they're having a game night. You guys do some of the greatest activities down there for the people there at the mission. But tell us, how can we get in contact with someone if we want to donate some cash or Become a monthly giver. I, I'm not, my grandma used to say, don't tell all of it. But, hey, I just want some people to know, yes, I'm a monthly giver. And they can do it, too. How can they do this, Paul? Yeah, the best way is to go to our website. So, And, and our website is um, SD Rescue. So S-D-R-E-S-C-U-E dot O-R-G. Uh, so SDRescue.org. Uh, and we have a couple of tabs there. One, a big blue button that says volunteer. <laughs> and then another red button that says donate. And also we have on our website uh, a tab that says ways to give because people do give in different ways. So some people are able to give of their time. Um, some people like to be able to give a little bit differently. And so like we maintain a, an Amazon wish list. And so maybe if you wanted to help a, a specific need, like you wanted to give us some towels or some soap or some socks. Uh, we have a list of what we currently need the most of. So if you visit our website, you're going to find how to volunteer. Uh, we have a clear, good volunteer porthole and a clear and a great volunteer team. And then you're going to find out that you can give. Uh, you can sign up to give monthly. That is always a helpful way. I know that's how I also like to give. I like to just set it up so that it's automatic and it's monthly. And I know I'm making an impact in that, in that organization. Uh, but then we also have other ways of giving, the in-kind donation. We do have uh, donor advised funds if people would like to give stocks or other things like that. Um, people are thinking about their legacy and their, and their will. We have ways to help you write us into that, which is always great. And we even, in fact, have a partner uh, vehicle donation. So we work with a third-party vendor. So if someone has that extra vehicle and you're just like, man, i got to do something with it, uh, it's just taking up space, reach out to us. We might be able to turn that vehicle that you're no longer driving or needing into, into cash that can help our, us accomplish our mission. Wow. You know, I tell people always, if you're a Christian, you should be on a mission. And that mission is to do it, to go. It comes from the Latin, mitere, to go, mission. 
Mission accomplished. Oh, yeah, I went. In other words, I did it. So if you haven't done it yet, if you haven't signed up, if you haven't at least written down the website, we're going to say it again for you right here on Carrying the Burden. That's www.sdrescue.org. So one more time for our listeners, because some of our listeners, Paul, I, I tell people all the time, Hey, my mom is one of the listeners, and she's not quite a millennial or Gen X. So I always read everything for her, as well as my aunts and those people that are a little older than me. And they, they now, what do I do again? So, because if there's a number or something that they should call, or someone for the people that, like, let's just say, might not have the opportunity to get online, we want to hear about that opportunity as well. But for right now, we want to repeat that website because that's how I navigated my way to be able to do everything that I do. And I have been a participant in the blankets and like you said, the socks. And what I love is I've actually seen those donor bags. When you guys put those together, they are amazing. And every little bit helps every little bit because I've seen it come together. So that website again is www.sdrescue.org. So that's www.sdrescue.org. D-R-E-S-C-U-E dot O-R-G. And, Paul, is there a number or anything, or is the best way to just reach out online? Yeah, yeah, I'll, give you, I'll give you two phone numbers. So uh, first you can call our general line, which is 619-687-3720. So, again, that's 619 619- Six eight seven three seven two zero. But I also just because I, I do, I never want someone to reach out. And if something happens when you call a general line, sometimes it can you can uh, you know not get connected with the right person. So I'm also going to give you my office line. So feel free to give me a call, and I can make sure you get connected to the right person. And that number is six one nine eight one nine one eight three zero. So again, that's six one nine eight one nine. One eight three zero. So feel free to call either of those two numbers, and we'll make sure that we're able to connect with you uh, and and help you as you want to support us. Wow, I don't think I've ever heard a vice president <laughs> of a program. I mean, and you're vice president of several programs there at the San Diego Rescue Mission, but I don't think I've ever on radio heard a vice president of programs give out their direct line, so people can contact them directly. Paul, it has been a pleasure having you today, and we thank you for your time today coming on Carrying the Burden to teach us how to seed our own need as caregivers. Because caregivers, like I told you in times past, you have to give to receive. We have Bible on that, Luke 638. Paul, do you have any last words for our listeners today? No, just thank you very much. This has been such a pleasure, and I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to talk with you. And I thank all your listeners for all the great work that they're doing and just the support that you guys have shown our organization. That sounds awesome. And thank you so much, Paul, for being our special guest today. One of the things that's so important is that we as caregivers continue to just give of ourselves, of our time, and most of all, of our lives. To the Lord, because when you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, that's when you can be exalted. Giving is a form of humility. Think about it. It doesn't matter if you make a million dollars a day or you make a dollar a day. Whenever you choose the care to share, 
take your time with that caregivers care to share. Sometimes that's been a cliche in a question care to share. Well, it can also be a challenge. Do you care to share meaning share as in give because naturally as people, we are selfish. We can't help it. It's our nature. I've told you that here on carrying the burden. We are just people. We're born into sin For those of us that believe that, yes, those of us that are Christians, right, all Christians should believe that. If you don't, connect at LorraineCarroll.com, and we can talk about it online, and we'll go from there. Maybe, hey, I'll do like Paul and let you give me a call. So in the meantime, though, we have to share. Share what? Share of ourselves. Well, I don't have time. Here are my favorite excuses. I don't have time means I won't make time. Whoa, that's heavy. Yeah, I called you on it. Uh, The other excuse but I don't really have any to give. Ah, look around. You probably it's you probably want to give it. Did you catch that? Are you following me here? Yeah, the young people say, I think it's shrekking like that. Young people give me a shout out, connect at LorraineCarroll.com. And then the other one, my favorite is, I don't want to. I have a whole entire movement for Generation Z. I call Generation Z, the I don't want to generation. Whoa, that's another show. And we are going to talk about that on another day as it pertains to caregivers. Because I don't want to is half of the battle. I didn't want to either. I didn't want to pack up and end my wonderful life. So I thought it was anyway. It felt like it. In a great city that was up and coming. That was Atlanta over 20 years ago now. And it hadn't become the Atlanta it is. Steve, if you're listening... Yeah, that's our our big boss around here. But he's from Atlanta, and he knows the Atlanta today that we see. I mean, it's all over the news even right now. That's another show. You can listen to the answer on our FM radio about that and what's going on in Atlanta. But I'm talking about from personal experience, me, Lorraine. I had plans. I had big dreams. I had hopes. And the Lord said, nope to your hopes. If you want to follow me, then you'll obey my voice and do what I'm asking you. And that voice came by way of my grandma saying, uh, yeah, your mom needs your help and she's going to. So you're going to have to. I'll never forget those words. And I didn't really know what she meant. I just thought she meant for a couple of weeks. But when she said, no, you're going to have to come home that second time, I knew exactly what I was like. My life is over. And any of you that have had that experience as a caregiver, you know what that means. What does it mean? It means you're dying to yourself meaning you're surrendering, you're sacrificing, and most of all, you're saying, okay, Lord, yes. You're just complying. Surrendering, sacrificing, and complying, those are the answers that you want to give yourself today if you feel like, I don't have time, Um, I'm kind of busy right now, and all the other excuses, but my favorite, I don't want to. So your answers, whether you're a Christian, agnostic, atheist, it still works. What still works? Giving right of yourself, your time, your money that we claim is ours. But if we want to be technical, we can have that discussion too. Is it really your money? I don't know. Connect at LorraineCarroll.com. And one of the things I found is the sooner you surrender, the sooner you say yes, the quicker you'll see how well you can be blessed. So keep listening to us right here on KPraise. 12 10 a.m. because we've got some great things coming up this holiday season. I told you we were gonna try to focus on how caregivers 
can manage, survive, but thrive. See, as a caregiver, we survive every day. If we wake up the next day and we're in our right mind, I'm dead serious. I have my own testimonies. We'll talk about those more this holiday. The Lord say the same. Why? Because survive just means to live after. And my favorite is to testify. If you survived, you should call a friend and say, Ooh, I had a day, but I'm here. Well, I made it. To them, it might be like, yeah, okay, hooray for you. You made it. Because they didn't go through what you went through. I had a friend recently tell me, would you forgive me? Because I've never really taken the time to think about what you have to go through taking care of your mama by yourself. Most of my friends live out of state, and my family's really small. My favorite, I'm an only child. So is that an excuse? No. What do I do? Well, first of all, I do two things. I pray and I say. Well, isn't praying and saying the same thing? No, my version of say means I make my request known to the Lord. Do that. So if you feel like I don't have the money, I don't have the time to give, I don't have the, okay, how about you pray and ask the Lord to provide the money, the time, even the energy to supply the need, the seed for someone else. Because when you do, you will reap what you sow. You've got to sow in order to grow. Oh, aren't you loving all these cliches today? <laughs> You've been listening to me, LaBraine Carroll, right here on Carrying the Burden, not carrying a bag. C-A-R-I-N-G. That's right. We care around here. Carrying the Burden right here on KBRZ 1210 AM, sunny San Diego, anywhere on your local podcasting station. Which one's your favorite? Let me know. We'll see you next time.